Coming up next on The Breadwinning Mums. After giving birth to Zinzi, I thought maternity leave, you shut off. So you don't answer emails, you don't answer phone calls and things like that. Perhaps it was a little bit silly of me to try and feel like I could um, help or assist. Um, But what happened was I found in the first three months and particularly by the third month, I was stressed my eyeballs. I had no balance and I kind of just cracked. My focus should have been 100% on Zinzi and learning to be a mother and, you know, sleeping when I needed to sleep. Instead, I was kind of trying to do it all. And I think women perhaps are somewhat pushed or feel that they can always do it all. And it's Mm. not until they do it all and crack that they realise that more in fact is a priority in my life now. Welcome to the show. I'm Jane Lim. On the Breadwinning Mums podcast, we debunk the myths of working mums, cheer each other on, and show the world that it's okay to be a mum and still pursue excellence in your chosen area of expertise. Today we're chatting with Givani Reed, a fellow breadwinning mum with a six month old baby girl, Zinzi. Jif is the creative marketing director of Crown Group. She shared with us her life story about building her career in the creative industry, meeting her longtime partner Lee online before it became popular, getting engaged before COVID, and navigating wedding planning through and post the pandemic. Here we go with Jiffany Reed. Hello, Jibani. How are you? Hi, good. Thanks for having me. No, thank you so much for being here. I know that you are juggling early motherhood. So, yeah, thank you for making the time. <laughs> no, thank you. It's a pleasure. So, um, I guess let's start with uh, you first. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, please? Um, so, my name is Jivani and I'm um, born and bred in Australia. Um, I have uh, my partner of 10 years um, and I just recently had a baby girl, uh, yep. our daughter Zinzi, in March, which was, uh, we didn't know the gender, so a big surprise to have a girl, very convinced it was a boy. Um, <laughs> I've been in the creative industries, well, God, 15 odd years now, um, but mm quite a significant time uh, as the head of creative and marketing for property developer Crown Group. And Crown mm. Group is a luxury property developer in the resi residential space, um, but we also have hotels, retail and other kind of divisions. So uh, it's been a fantastic opportunity, a fantastic nearly 10 years um, working with that business. 
Mm, okay. Um, are you able to let us know about how you met uh, your partner? So it's been 10 years married or 10 years together? We're, we're um, COVID marriage. So uh, long story <laughs> short, we got engaged in 2017. So what's that? Oh, wow. Years. Yeah. And yeah. we finally got engaged when um, several of our other close, close, close friends got engaged within four days. And we all got engaged what seems like we were in overseas and whatnot. It was a fantastic yeah. time. But we were in no rush. So we said, everyone else, you guys get married first. We'll just yeah. wait. Just wait. Yeah. Yeah. And so when it came to our chance to get married, we um, planned a wedding in Bali um, mm. in 2020, month before COVID. Yeah. So, oh, no. <laughs> um I there I was crying my eyes out going no no we can get there and it wasn't until they finally called it and said you can physically not get on a flight that we decided that we had to postpone it so we postponed it since 2020 um we're up to our fourth wedding date change and oh no (laughs) we'll get there we'll get there okay all right (laughs) um but after all that uh, my partner's a bit older and we decided to um, try for a baby. And I'm, I'm glad we did start trying for mm. a baby because um, they don't teach in, you in school that having a baby doesn't happen overnight. So yeah. Um, yeah, no. And then Zinzi was born and she'll be one year old by the time we get married, which is fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But in answering you. your question, um, mm. we actually met on an app. So we're oh. romance. Yeah. Nice. The world. Yeah. Which one? So it wasn't well known back then to meet people online in the way that yep. we do now. Um, and it was mm. called Scout. And Scout, it was okay. basically an app that's similar to the Tinders and the Hinges of the world where it, it was based on location. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, so we met on an app. And funnily enough, I have two other siblings, younger siblings, and we've all met our partners and fiancés on apps. So I'm a big wow. app promoter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. So how many uh, dates did you go on uh, from the app until you found your partner? First date, absolutely horrible. No connection, (laughs) nothing there. Um, He would probably say that I talked about myself, whereas (laughs) I thought he was very boring. So I had to talk about myself. Talk about yourself. In order to generate conversation. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, nothing hit off at all. Wow. Um, Yeah. It wasn't until the second date, which to this day, I don't know how it actually eventuated because it was Mm. a horrible first date Um, and several bottles of wine later that, (laughs) hey, we've got, we've got something here. But um, like I mentioned, Lee, my partner is a little bit older and I don't know how, but after that second date, I was hooked. I was, Mm. so obsessed with this guy and he didn't want a bar of me so (laughs) I was in the picture for a good nine to 12 months before we actually formally got Got together oh wow okay that's interesting what uh so what's the age difference between you and Lee uh just six years six years okay yeah 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 what does he do uh Lee's a mortgage broker so he's okay but he was a financial planner um, by trade yeah. and then um, he's just basically started up the brokering arm of the business yeah. that he was working for and absolutely loves it. So, yeah, unfortunately, we, we're those people that just live and breathe property. 
working in pro- with a property developer and then a mortgage broker, but it's, it's yeah. fantastic. And he's very savvy. So I'm very lucky to have, I guess, the experiences and the tips from his clients that we can then, mm. I guess, adopt. In Implement. Our yeah. Yeah. Sure. And a good combination of like the rational side and the creative side as well. Oh, they say opposites attract, right? And we yeah. are dead set opposites in that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. And yeah. um, <clears throat> how long was it until you decided um, that you wanted to try for a baby? So you mentioned that you got engaged in 2017 and then the wedding was supposed to be in 2020 and then you got postponed. Um, was yeah. it not long after COVID that you decided, let's just have a go anyway? Yeah, look, uh, coming from my, uh, quite a lot, I guess a big family in the sense that I've got two um, siblings, but my mum is one of seven. And Mm. I guess that whole concept of family is very instilled in my own family. Um, So I always wanted to have children, um, Lee Mm. not so much at the time. However, Mm. I think, again, it just comes with not necessarily maturity, but age. And he was obviously one of the older kind of guys in his group to have um, children. A lot of them um, had already had kids. And again, coming from the Central Coast, he... Mm. Bit of a stereotype, start, I guess a lot of yeah, that family quite young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely it was on the cards. Then it clicked for him that he wanted to have children, and so obviously that kind of conversation eventuated. But mm. COVID lockdown, I, I don't personally, and I'm sure a lot of people can re- relate. The first lockdown was so unknown. It like mm. jobs were up in the air. What was mm. going to happen? The whole world shut down. We didn't know any different. So. We mm. weren't thinking about babies at that point. I was thinking about when's my wedding happening. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we got out of lockdown and it was just still chaos and it was so unsure as to where things really were. Mm. Um, and it was the second lockdown um, we started talking more, well, more or less the second time we had to change the wedding date. That yeah. was definitely like, all right, let's start to think about it. Um, mm. and we started trying, but it mm. wasn't until a year later that, um, Zinzi actually finally kind of happened at that yeah. point. Okay. So what, what happened during that year? Did you try naturally? Did you go through the IVF? Yeah. So we tried naturally and, um, <clears throat> so fortunate to have, um, conceived her naturally, but I think, mm. um, uh, during that time work was pretty stressful. Um, again, COVID kind of caused a lot of disruption, not only mm. for our, um, uh, company, but the internal teams within that people mm. were burnt out. People were so mentally yep. drained that mm. it was, you know, they needed change or they needed to kind of take a break from work. So I was down pretty much an entire team at that point. And mm. trying to kind of cover a lot of those roles um, during that time, which burnt me out. So trying yep. for a baby when you're stressed yep. is yeah, just, it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's unrealistic. And again, it's something mm. that I think you know I I wish I was more aware of when I went into that because mm. fueled with stress from work and then not mm. falling pregnant but then obviously yep. everything around you screams pregnancy you know friends are getting pregnant or um bloody facebook ads are serving you <laughs> on it. like it's emotionally draining and i yep. think that just catapulted a further kind of delay in us getting pregnant 
um, yeah. because I was just, it was all you could think about and consume yeah. and it just didn't work. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't until I think we um, had an open conversation around um, IVF and the options that were on offer um, mm. that you kind of just relaxed and mm. you know, doing tests and things like that to ensure that no one's having difficulties and all the rest mm. of it really mm. just cleared our head and we mm. were able then to conceive naturally. I'm pretty sure it was mm. the month that we decided to um, take the next steps with IVF was the month mm. that we fell pregnant. So it was really lucky and I know yeah. it's incredibly challenging for a lot of women out there. Um, yeah. So we were just really lucky. That's actually quite common. I've had a few friends who were going to, they were actually going to do the IVF route. They went away for yeah. some holidays, so like the last hurrah before the baby comes. And then it happened yeah. during the holiday. So I think, yeah. yeah, it's just when you finally just relax, let go of that control and yeah, it just happens naturally. 100%. How long did it take and you? One whole so year? It took, yeah, nearly a whole year. Um, <clears throat> okay. Again, this is the more conversations we had after we got pregnant, you more you realize it either many people are going through the same situation yeah or that it did take them that long um again mm. I think you just brought up in this whole scheme of you know um safe sex and if you have sex yeah you're gonna get pregnant on the spot and yeah. so there's that yeah. warped yeah. perception of what's gonna happen um yeah. and don't get me wrong people are very lucky in that instance I've got had a few friends where it's just like happened but mm. um yeah, I think more open people can be about their um, difficulties or challenges with pregnancy, I think the better because it really kind of nurtures other people to understand, you know, with time, things can happen as well. Yeah. Yeah, destigmatize the whole process of not getting pregnant. It's There's nothing wrong with you. It just it doesn't take as, yeah. you know, easily or as quickly as you think it is. So how is how's Inzi? How she's old is she in terms of the So Zinzi, um, she was born in March and she's uh just turned five months and she is what we call an absolute chunk. She came out <laughs> over four kilos. Oh wow. Big baby. Big baby. Um yeah. painful. She, all I can say is I need to be a brand ambassador for Epidural because Epidural. <laughs> unbelievable just life-changing yeah, I had a natural birth so props to anyone that does a drug free or can't have drugs yeah. during their birth because yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow 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 yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. how long was the labor um so I went in on a Friday night um and she was born on Saturday at seven o'clock to again, or morning. how long the labor was it was. It felt very quick, um, yeah. but I was obviously under epidural as well. But um, I think all luck, the pushing part, probably an hour or two, and she got stuck. So, yeah, oh, no. a few complications around getting her out. Um, yeah, she came and she was chunky. And actually, yeah. um, in the lead up, because she was measuring so big, and I was, I was, I really wanted to have a natural birth. Um, uh, they didn't induce me, but basically try to bring on the labor early. So she was mm. early and over mm. four kilos. So God wow. knows how much she would have been if I yep. went to my due date. Jeez. 
Yeah. How yeah. early was she? How she many was weeks? 30, she was 39 weeks. Okay. All right. Just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and how, how, when did you get the epidural? As soon as you were admitted? Um, no, I think I, I, I hung it out for a little bit, convinced like, yeah, yeah, I've got to get yeah, this. Yeah. I'm glad I did. Like it, it yeah. is a great experience, but yeah. it, as obviously it started getting harder and harder, it was like, yeah. get it now. And, um, yeah. Yeah, my, my partner doesn't do well with, I guess, pain and <laughs> so he was, he was hopeless in that regard, but he, yeah, he had my back the whole way and, when they told yep. him the epidural couldn't be administered for another 20 minutes and then it takes 15 minutes for it to actually work. He was like yep. counting how many contractions <laughs> required. And yeah, so, yeah I, was, I was the same as well. I was one of those like, I'm going to do it naturally without <laughs> anything. And then um, the first one had to be induced because yeah. he, he was like 42 weeks. So he has to wow. come out. Yeah. Um, and then... When they said, no, we have to induce you now. It's gone on for far too long. I thought, okay, all right, just give me the epidural. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the second one, I hung it out until very, very late. Until yeah. like through, her, through the whole labor, I was trying to do it without. Yeah. And then towards the end, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, that's <laughs> like, just nah, give me nah, it, nah. give it now. <laughs> yeah. Once they injected it, they they uh, they checked and I was like fully dilated. And I'm like, oh yeah. man, I could have done it without. <laughs> and then you would have missed your opportunity if you did really want it. That's the other thing. It was like, that's right. Wait yeah. too long, but try yeah, to experience yeah. it as much as possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no judgment. Like, yeah, I think there's just too many pressure on us, even with little things like that, right? Like yeah. epidural, like it's available to you. Take it if you want. But yeah. if not, then there's no judgment either way. <laughs> oh, 100%. But props mm. to like the whole birthing experience. Those who do do it with no mm. pain, amazing. Mm. And mm. single mums and people like I know COVID would have flipped a lot of people on, you know, having to deliver by themselves that they didn't expect. Yes. Know, being able to come into the delivery rooms and things yep. like that. Like, yep. I don't know what I would have done without you know, Lee and my midwife, mm. who was the pillow queen, she just knew how to yeah. pillows amazingly. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So lucky. The only good thing about COVID with hospitals and birthing was the fact that I actually really liked having no visitors. Yes, that's <laughs> let true. Us, let us be for those yeah. few days and it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You do need that recovery, right? Yeah, mm. absolutely. Okay. So tell us uh, what's the last six months has been? Roller coaster, <laughs> um, amazing. Obviously, it's life changing, and you know, I could sit here and say motherhood has completely changed me. Um, it it has, and um, it's definitely been a unique experience. Everything I thought I would do, I didn't. In terms of um, with maternity leave, with having a baby, I thought you know instantly it would be um just I guess all about mothering for me having Zinzi and whilst it was by far the best experience of my life and she is my everything I won't even second question that I lost my sense of identity um, and that was quite challenging and by losing my sense of identity I meant a bit of a control freak when it comes to work mm -hmm. and um, I think I with work in particular you know 
I feel present and I feel like I can control things and I feel like I can kind of dominate in my space. I was always very career focused and always very driven like that. Um, and, you know, Crown Group in particular heavily relies on the, the aesthetic and the brand and the look and the feel. Um, our CEO, Ewan Sunido, has a lot of control with that and loves being involved. Second to that is our sales director, Priska Edwards, who also really kind of influences how we are perceived by the public. So again, my role feels wanted and needed at the best of times. With a baby, it was it was very challenging to kind of, I don't know, um, have control. There is no control. You have to very much kind of work with what they need, when they need it, um, you have no idea half the time because everything in the book basically goes out the window because your baby is unique. No baby is the same. So I guess coming out of that, um, it, it took me quite some time to really adjust. Mm. Um, I also had a bit of a challenge where after giving birth to Zinzi, I thought maternity leave, you shut off. So you don't answer emails, you don't answer phone calls and things like that. Perhaps it was a little bit silly of me to try and feel like I could um, help or assist. Um, but what happened was I found in the first three months and particularly by the third month, I was stressed my eyeballs. I had no balance and I kind of just cracked. Um, mm. I thought maybe I had, sorry, to take a step back, my team um, when I left was, fine and then I guess after I left there was a few issues which then meant people resigned or left and um, you know people who were meant to pick up certain roles within the team couldn't fulfill them and just it just wasn't working and all the rest of it so I was trying to help but at the same time my focus should have been 100% on Zinzi and learning to be a mother and you know sleeping when I needed to sleep instead I was kind of trying to do it all and I think women perhaps are somewhat pushed or feel that they can always do it all and it's mm. not until they do it all and crack that they realize mm. hang on a second what in fact is a priority in my life now um so three months um they talk about postpartum depression I I personally didn't have this but I felt I may have had a little bit of um sense of again what I said lost identity or depression around the fact that um, I didn't know what to do with everything right now. I wanted to mm. work, but I wanted to be a mother. I wanted to switch off and I just felt lost. Mm. Um, Lee was an incredible kind of support to me in that respect that, you know, try to talk through how to balance things. And we basically came to the decision where I couldn't let go of work. I have this, sorry to use this way, we're fucked up kind of control sense over things. Um mm. And I needed also that adult time um, where I mm. could have my own time, yeah. but Zinzi. Um, so I went into the office one day a week. Um, and that for me was definitely game changing. Um, what it allowed was firstly, um, I guess, limitations with work in that I was there on that set day and that was the only day. What it also made me realize is how much I miss Cindy and how much I like, I didn't want to miss out on any opportunity. And I would go home and be a hundred percent devoted to it because I was so excited to be with her. Yeah. Um, it's really important that 
I didn't miss out on the moments because Lee went back to work pretty much um, two weeks after she was born running his own business that was kind of something we agreed to do and he was missing out on those moments so you know I think I, I I've definitely come out on the other side Zinzi is just unbelievably amazing and you know I'm not probably the best mother when it comes to know knowing exactly what to do or how to do things but I'm I'm definitely getting by and I'm definitely seeing improvements in myself and how I can feel fulfilled but also balanced between having a career being a mom but also retaining you know a bit of self yeah um, sense of self yeah yeah, yeah exactly <clears throat> So are you still working that one day a week? Yeah. So I like having said that, it's been fantastic, but I've shot myself in the foot that it, if I do want to have maternity leave, I'm at five months. I'm in too deep now. So <laughs> like, it would be weird if I was to say, hey, guys, I'm actually officially switching off now. But yeah. going into the office and kind of, you know, getting dressed and putting makeup on or mm. uh, and then giving Zinzi time with other people and being social and kind of adjusting to different, you know, environments is also really important important for growth. Um, yeah. And I never wanted to be also, and no, absolutely no disrespect to the mums that need to go back to work straight away, but I, I never wanted to kind of send her to daycare five days a week so early on when honestly she's, just rolling and she's just kind of grabbing things and so forth so mm. yeah it's really important that I wasn't away too much but it's mm. a good balance to trying trying to get by and don't get me wrong you know money's great to have coming through the door so that I can keep buying the clothes that she keeps growing out of every bloody mm. week so mm. yeah it's good I've, I think I've found a happy medium at this point in time yeah and at, at six months, I think everything changes every other week, it seems. So you're still trying to adjust. Yeah. It's good to see, you know, how relaxed you are. <laughs> this With is everything that's going on. mode right now. Conversation, <laughs> but yeah. Because she's it's, napping. <laughs> yeah. And she's asleep as well. But, yeah. you, know, it, you know, every day is different. And I, I, honestly, I, I don't know how women can do everything like even I've been talking about when do I go back to work full-time I was so convinced obviously when you're pregnant you have such a different understanding of <coughs> yeah work yeah, oh, yeah full-time after six months absolutely like yeah yeah uh, it's so challenging I, I don't know how women can do it with two kids like how do you honestly manage yeah. everything it's amazing mm. careers you know side hobbies two kids wow just mm. I look back at my mom and I just go three kids doing, you know, she was doing a master's degree, working full time. You know, unbelievable. Mm. It's just, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. There. I think it's just a daily reiteration because everything changes yeah. all the time. You just do the best you can every single day. Like everyone does. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But tell us, uh, take us back to your young self. What was the young Jeep like? Young Jeep. Ah, oh, she definitely um wants to be outgoing and a center of attention, but at the same time hates confrontation and still does. Um, okay. Deep, deep down, I, like uh, in, in my role, like 
managing people isn't my skill set. I don't, I, I think I'm filled with too much emotion at some time. So it, it can kind of blur those lines. And I hate confrontation. I hate having to tell people bad news or disappointing them. So <laughs> that's always definitely been true in my younger self as well. But um, no, always been creative, always loved design. Um, I've always wanted to kind of do something in the design field. I think I was obsessed with being the female version of Don Draper when I was younger. And I was like, I'm going to run an advertising agency. I'm going to be, you know, classy and cool. Clearly didn't realise you cannot drink during the day because the hangovers are far too great. <laughs> and advertising life is not like it used to be. It's definitely you're one of the mass and, you know, there's different systems, not to mention you work for someone else. So clients have an opinion and everyone apparently is a designer when it comes to those kind of things and they have an opinion on everything. So it's actually a lot more challenging than you thought. And um, I actually did work experience for um, a large advertising agency back in the day. And I think that really cemented the fact that I didn't want to work in a big company like that. Um, so I, after high school, started working in smaller boutique agencies and kind of really found my my foot there working on more boutique kind of brands as well. Um, but it wasn't until the opportunity at Crown um, being a corporate company came about that I thought, eh, why not? And Corporate's pretty great. Um, hmm. Well, corporate in a crown sense where it's a family-owned kind of business, we're private, not, I guess, a publicly listed company yep. where you've got a lot of divisional heads and a lot of kind of systems in place. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's been fantastic ever since. Mm. Okay. So it sounds like you've always known that you were going to be a career woman. What about being a mum? Did you always know that you were going to be a mum? Kids definitely were always going to be something that I wanted mm. um, again probably my younger self said oh yeah 26 is a great age to have kids oh, definitely wasn't on the cards at 26 for me um, I'm 33 now um, so absolutely wanted to have kids just had a, again a different idea on when they were going to happen and how they were going to happen um, definitely yep. didn't think I wouldn't be married as such and have kids not that that's mm. a thing but again traditionally I thought mm. there's certain steps you get the house yep. you get the marriage you get the kids or vice versa yep. yeah yeah yep. and throw in a COVID in there and everything yep. goes to pieces exactly exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. okay all right so you mentioned they when you were talking about kids I assume that you have more than one in mind do you have you had that discussion yet um definitely want two kids at least would love lots of kids but unfortunately Sydney is just ridiculously priced when it comes to having mm. a family mm. um again I mentioned Lee wasn't 100% on having kids at this point in time and then one was definitely something that he was keen to have it's mm. only been recently where he's very Open keen to have another kid mm. um, funnily I thought because we had we we didn't know the gender of our baby thought oh a girl he, he probably wants a boy blah 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 blah. the guy is a girl dad through and oh, if we have cute. a girl two yeah. girls I reckon that guy is going to be very happy yeah 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 and so will you by the sound of it yeah oh, yeah 
<laughs> I, I, but siblings, a hundred percent. My relationship with my brother and sisters, they're like, they're my best friends. And um, yeah. I actually work with my sister and, mm. and we're all close by. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very close kind of relationship. <clears throat> okay, perfect. And um, so what is life for you uh, right now? So you mentioned that you're working one day a week, but like on an average day, can you describe what it's like? So on an average day, um, Zinzi wakes up early, loves an early rise. Um, so we're just what like, time? she's around the 5.30 mark, 6 a.m. Ah. our wake up time, <laughs> but she's got yeah. this, this obsession with, and poor thing's probably starving. She wakes <laughs> up at 4 a.m. to have a feed. So yep. she has her feed, but then she goes back to sleep and then she'll wake up her 5.30, 6 a.m. time. To be honest, mm. though, it it does work for us because um, either my my partner will go to the gym or I'll go to the gym. So we kind of alternate mm. our days um, and we go for a big walk if I'm not going to the gym. Um, so that works. And then by 8 a.m., she's usually asleep again. Mm. But again, routines, I thrive on routine and particularly wanted that for Zinzi. And at the start, found it worked well recently I think when you start throwing in solids and different feeds and the fact that they need more activity and more awake times I couldn't pinpoint a whole day and you would know this through and through by me going hey can we just change the time of this and blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah, yeah. You, you, you just gotta be agile when it comes Go with to it that. yeah but yeah. always, always a fresh walk in the morning because it means mum gets her double shot espresso <laughs> um and I love walking it's great for her then mm. potentially do a couple of hours of work in between while she sleeps um then we try and do activities as many activities as possible because again I think you know social getting out and about keeps me sane but it also is great for her so you've got mm. the mother's group um which the hospitals connect you with which is fantastic mm. and any mum that's you know thinking about not or a bit daunted by the idea mothers groups are unreal um, hey, it's a lifesaver yeah, yeah you don't have to be best friends with everyone but I think it forces you to get out and meet and talk and just have a coffee um yeah also understand what your baby milestones are and where you're up yep. to so definitely great we have other activities like um swimming lessons so cute I'm more traumatized than Zinzi <laughs> but um yeah so things like that even just going to your local Westfield um one of my best friends one of the nicest and actually smartest ideas is as soon as Zinzi was born she took me to Westfield firstly to get me comfortable with driving with the baby in the car I'm a shit house driver (laughs) but like getting used to using a capsule or putting the pram then going Mm. to the Westfield and kind of understanding where the parent rooms were and Um, how to navigate a lift and things like that with the pram and yep. I don't know, just getting comfortable, especially mm. if the baby decides to, you know, do a punami and you're in a shopping mm. center, just feeling. Mm. And I really mm. encourage like, again, new mums or friends to do that because it, it mm. I, for some reason, it just, again, makes you feel calm knowing that you've done it before and then mm. you're doing it on your own. Um, mm. So things like that. Um Again, so much washing. I feel like <laughs> wash um, yeah. and just general house admin. But um, I, yeah, I keep 
our days busy to keep me busy, but um, it goes really quickly as well. So by the time it's, you know, 4 p.m., you're starting to do un- wind down time and bath and all the rest of it, and then it's done. Yeah. Yeah. How many times does she wake up at night? At night at the moment, hopefully she sleeps through the night most nights, but oh. I have just found in the last week she's doing the 4 a.m., random <clears throat> progression yeah um, yeah mm-hmm. we we did go through what they called the regression um when she was around the four months and I think that went from honestly about two to three weeks it's hell everybody yeah. every yeah I remember that time <laughs> yeah. oh, no. that that's hard <laughs> and that's why I have yeah. the most appreciation for women who are doing this and working because yeah. going on that Monday when I've gotten up every two to three hours oh yeah. boy that was yeah. not fun yeah <laughs> At least it's over. So that's good, right? Until yeah. the next one. It, it, and I'm pretty sure the next one's like at six months. It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not a walk in the park that long. <laughs> yeah. And every every time they teeth, it comes out as well. So, yeah. I yeah. She's, eating. she's <laughs> drooling and eating everything. And just, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned the morning walk is is the one thing that is working for you. Anything else, any specific things that you find are helpful to make it through the day? Um, dummies. Yeah. I was so against, again, everything yeah. that you say you're going to do, just mm. realize that you might completely yeah. backflip. Screens, I'm yeah. sorry, but YouTube has so many great nursery rhyme educational yeah. videos. It's just hard yeah. not to use them. Um, yeah. But dummies, yeah, dummy for me, we go through um, what they call witching hour. Mm. You know, um, the around, six o'clock, five yeah, to yeah. six o'clock time. Yeah. Yeah. We everyone's do, tired. Everyone's oh, cranky. We do a bath time at five because um, mm. Lindsay goes to bed at six. So oh. that, that four, four o'clock to five o'clock yeah. time, you're just basically trying to get by. So mm. you're doing everything, um, but I do find dummies are fantastic. Mm. <laughs> um, Have you found your normal uh, dynamic back with Lee? How has uh, you know parenthood changed your dynamic, your relationship dynamic? Um, so you don't really have time for yourself, mm. let alone with your partner. To be mm. fair, though, when Zinzi goes to sleep at six, you know that's your time. Um, during mm. the week. I'm either too tired to kind of do much other than watch a TV show and kind of had have dinner together. Um, and mm. also Lee works back a couple of days during the week, which we schedule. Um, mm. So we know he's he's late, which means I'll do bath and um, feed mm. by myself. Um, mm. That's what works for us. Weekends mm. are in, in crucial for us. Friday, Saturday, mm. Sunday is, is, is family time. But it also, I don't know, we, we enjoy hanging out with Zinzi um obviously we don't let it dictate ourselves last weekend we went to an engagement party so she was babysat and so forth and that mm. all works fine look yep. in terms of date nights things like that we haven't gotten to that point where um we we do it frequent enough and yeah uh, she's still so small yeah, but um, to be fair, we weren't or we didn't really do that. Also, before she came, yeah, mm. sure, we could walk down the road and have a nice dinner at a restaurant. But in terms of organizing date nights and doing that, we didn't really. 
for us, we get more joy out of renting a video, um, ordering takeaway and, you know, suddenly on the couch kind of vibe that, that really is yeah. stuff for us. But yeah. um, Lee always said something to me that really resonated is that we got to a point in our lives where we'd done quite a lot and we were happy with how we've done so many amazing things, but with Zinzi, it was doing firsts all over mm. again. So mm. her first laugh, her first taste of food, her first walk, like, and that's an experience for us. So yeah, we get to experience all of that over again and we get to do things. And I guess that's what we look forward to. And that's what we do on our weekends really. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. If you could give your younger self one advice, what would it be? Do as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, okay. if I, if COVID wasn't a thing for us, I, I, I wish I traveled more. I wish mm. I traveled more. Mm. Um, say yes to things. Just do it because mm. chances are, yes, you'll move into something like having a family or a career. You just don't have the time to do it. Mm. Um, Another thing I would tell myself, don't absorb yourself in social media. I have social mm. media and just even having an iPhone. I was mm. that, that person that had a Nokia for way too long, way too mm. long. And, and eventually I caved and got an iPhone and I am the most addicted person to my phone. Um, mm. you know, I find myself honestly grabbing it for no reason. And <clears throat> social media is great. It's fantastic. It's uh, yep. This platform has helped the world but it's also mm. kind of been detrimental in that, especially being a new mom, especially being someone who works, you know, and driven by a career. Imposter syndrome is just so, yeah. oh, so real and loud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm. luckily my youngest self didn't know what that was to come, but yeah, mm. would have avoided that if I had known. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah property <laughs> invest and invest yeah. yeah yeah okay and uh lastly what's your alpha mom song so when you have deadlines looming at work and inzy is sick and you don't feel well yourself yeah. what song do you play in your mental mind to make it through the week oh this is a tough question because there's so many great songs out there but unfortunately a lot of the songs that i love are a little bit obscure so i feel like they're <laughs> probably won't resonate with any okay. but I think it has to be it has to be hectic like dancey yeah you've got to yeah. plug yourself in yeah. yeah. guys when I've got a big brief to design I go don't talk to me because I've got my airpods in and it's yeah. it's game on. yeah it's yeah boom, 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 boom. we're zizzy yeah. there's like wiggles and stuff like that there's, <laughs> yeah. there's no there. it, it's whatever you want but no, definitely gotta gotta get you happy, gotta get you smiling and just thinking life is great. I can do this. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. All right. So for for you know the young mums out there who are listening to us, is there any one last key takeaway that you'd like to share with them? Just just go with it. And honestly, you want to be as rigid as possible and that's okay, but you need to understand that your baby is going to lead that way. And um, 
just to enjoy it because before you know it and everyone says it time goes so damn quick and it really Mm. does and Mm. you need to be able to enjoy it and enjoy it for what it is um laugh at it mess it up do it over again think that you've done a great job like honestly just enjoy it yeah and it's totally okay not to have it right every single time right absolutely absolutely and don't think you're going to get it right either because if, mm. if if everyone got it right there'd be a book telling you how to get it right right now and every book will tell you a completely different idea every midwife every friend or family will tell you something different and it's kind of taking I guess that info and picking out the nuggets and then trying mm. it with your baby but which you know, works for you yeah mm. they might spit mm. it up but yeah it, it's a challenge and props to any mum they just amazing at what they do and we definitely need mother's day times 10 every single <laughs> i reckon but anyway <laughs> yeah. okay all right well thank, thank you so much for making the time thank i you. appreciate you know the the current golden time that whenever the baby naps that's the golden time <laughs> so very appreciate you sharing this golden no, time with you. us oh, yeah so and all nice. the best yeah all the best jane thank you so much again Thanks, Chief. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Breadwinning Mums. Please subscribe and leave us some feedback so we can continue to make the show better for you. If you know a fellow Breadwinning Mum, please share the show so we can cheer each other on. Until next time. Thank you.